It's the lens, it's the lens, it's the lens, gotta live diverse. It's the lens, it's the lens, it's the lens, live diverse. You are listening to The Lens Living Diverse, a podcast brought to you by the CNIB Advocacy Team. Join Nisha, Vivi, and I as we speak to individuals with intersecting identities who live with sight loss as they share their unique stories. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of The Lens Living Diverse. Today, I will be doing it solo. I'm your host, Ben. And when you, when, the one thing I really enjoy, even growing up, hip hop, hip hop, enjoying some great music, enjoying some great beats. So today we have a special episode that's close to my heart. And we have a special guest as well. We'll be talking about hip hop culture, you know, DJ making music and even the black young men's experience. So I have someone I always want to get on the show for a while. It's been a long time, but we finally got him. I have the one and only George Kweku. George, my man, how are you doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And you know, it's definitely been a long time coming, man. <laughs> a uh, long time coming. Has been worked out in the past, but I'm glad that we were able to, you know, connect and and, and do this. Exactly, and I I know you're 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 a legend, upcoming legend, because what you're doing <laughs> is is yeah, you're you're doing so much, man. You're doing so much different things for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Definitely got a little bit going on. Uh, not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> always uh, busy, always busy. So. Of Before we get started, I want you to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and actually about your intersectionalities and what you do. So the floor is yours, bro. For sure, for sure. So yeah, as you said, uh, my name is George. I actually go by the name DJ GQ. That's my artist name or GQ Sounds. Um, I'm a DJ producer. Um, I mainly do hip hop. But I also do, you know, I play everything. Like I'm, I'm pretty diverse <laughs> when it comes to DJing. Um, and yeah, I'm a, I'm a black African uh, male uh, who has sight loss. So I lost my vision when I was nine years old. Um, and since then, I've been adapting to the, to, the, to the side of the world a little differently, moving differently in the side of the world uh, as a black um artists and um yeah trying try, try to make the most of it so george also uh africa from ghana eh? yes sir yes sir 100 <laughs> uh-huh uh, i gotta be a little biased being another ghanian person so yeah just had to let the listeners uh hear that as well because i'm always talking about ghana so yeah for sure for sure yeah man i was i was born Born and raised in Ghana, came came to Canada when I was about twelve years old, uh, and I've been in Canada since. You know what I mean? But yeah, definitely born born and raised there. Yeah. Uh, Whereabouts? Whereabouts in Ghana? Yes, sir. Uh, so I was born in Accra. That's that's the main capital city of Ghana. So big city. Yes, sir. 
Big city, city. Okay, I got you. I got you. So actually, I guess let's get into this because I could talk all day with George for sure about uh, yo, Ghana culture and all that. Is There's <laughs> a lot to talk about, but yeah. Uh, maybe another episode for sure. So even George, you as a DJ, what are the barriers? Or even DJ, hip-hop, a producer, uh, everything that you do, what are the barriers that you find with being an individual of sight loss in the hip-hop culture? Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's, it's, it even comes, like, it stems from, um, you know, culturally, people not really believing in you, per se, um, that, you know, you're able to achieve certain things. You know, like, when I first lost my vision, um, you know, my parents and just family members surrounding me really um, were sort of over overprotective, right? They didn't really allow me to, to, to um, you know, get out there and really expand my wings and, you know, try things and whatnot, right? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, when I, when I, when I say I wanted to do something, uh, to family, they're like, nah, why well, you can't do certain things? You know what I mean? Like even wrestling, you know, I, I love to wrestle when I was back in high school, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. They're like, nah, you got side loss. How you going to do that? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so like just, just even family barriers. It's just, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of it. Right? I remember the first time I told my, I told my mom that, yo, I think I'm, I'm DJing is my passion. I want to become a DJ. And mm -hmm. she's like, the hell are you gonna do with DJ? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's there's so much like, you know, as a as as an African parent, her thing is you gotta go to school, get your degree, and it's either three things that you can become a doctor, lawyer, or an engineer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so so anything else is just out of the question, you know? Um but you know, it was all through perseverance. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I just, I just pursued my passion, right? Uh, for for hip hop, for for DJing and everything. And you know, once once they sort of see, um, you know, what when the success is coming, once they sort of see that, then they on board with it, right? Um, and yeah, I mean, like some of the barriers, like. In terms of accessibility, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. A lot of software that I use to 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 produce or to even DJ are not really accessible, right? So I had to find ways to to try to navigate, uh, you know, the DA as they call it, which is a mm -hmm. uh, audio workstation. Um, you know, I have to I, I have to find ways to to adapt to 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 learn, um, do things differently, right? Without without sight, right? That other producers are able to do it. You know what I mean? So that was some of the barriers that I really faced um, that till this day still facing trying to over whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. And you raised such a good point when you made mention on kind of putting the hip hop culture and the, the Ghanaian culture together, where yeah. it was a contrast where it's like you made mention engineer, doctor, or a lawyer. And then right. you have a dream that's just so far to the left. It's like that, that's not gonna make you money. You're I think <laughs> you're throwing not even just being Ghanaian, but throwing insight loss. It's like that's not a world that you should step into, you know what I mean? 
exactly exactly yeah. yeah so even with that said it sounded like you were were really breaking ground so uh with that said and i i gotta ask you like even for myself who makes hip-hop as well was there any person that you could look up to who was in the same realms as yourself um I mean, yeah, like I had I had a lot of friends who were really into beat making. Like they were like producers, producers. I, I there was one guy who, uh, um, I mean, for the longest time since I've known him, always been making beats, and he had um, sight loss as well. I mean, he was a large print user, so he was able to sort of navigate his system with uh, with. Um, you know, Zoom test or with uh, Zoom, right, on, on, on the computer. But, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's funny to say, I'm, like, older than he is, but I always looked up to him, I'm like, damn, I want to be like that guy. If he can do it, I can definitely do it, right? And I had another friend who was totally, um, totally blind. And, man, the, the, the craft, the stuff that he makes, it is, like, damn, you know, it's just banger. Right. So when I hear it, I'm like, yo, clearly if they're doing it, I can certainly do it. And I mean, so I I really looked up to those guys and I'm like, you know. And then, you know, the obviously like the 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 the, the um the bigger artists, like the people who've been in the game for a very long time. Yeah. Like I listen to Chassis Jeff a lot, right? <laughs> old school, old school man. Yeah. Right, that's right, right. Uh, I really love the way he spins. Um, I really look up to him, even scratches. You know, what I mean, I look, I look up to him a lot. So yeah, those are the like some of the influences and inspiration, inspirational people. Um, you know, I sort of followed and and and, and got me to where I am now. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. So, I uh, even with that said. Wonderful that you bring up some legends for sure, plus uh, people in uh, your your world as well. So, yeah, uh, the one point that that you made that is really resonates and I find very awesome is that you music is universal. You know what I mean? For sure, music definitely is universal, man. It doesn't matter where you're from. It could be from Jupiter, yeah, you know, like hmm? <laughs> anything can be music, right? And then people talk through music, making music together, man. I've been, I've been in um, a couple of groups where, you know, we, we all speak different languages and whatnot mm -hmm. and can't really communicate. But then as soon as we get on like instruments, man, we're making something beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. Music is universal. It's like a language that everybody can speak, right? Yeah, I love it. And it's true. Like, it, just like you said, culture, gender, uh, ethnicity, race, religion, uh, disability, you're always included. You're always invited to to be a part of music, you know what I mean? Like collaboration. For sure, for sure, yeah, yeah. And I, I really I really like that that aspect of, um, you know, music, like of pretty much like, you know, that art, right? Um, as long as you know you you got you can you can do something. Doesn't matter if you got a disability or whatnot. Yeah, you can join in and make something beautiful, right? And that's what like like I said, just to reiterate, um, 
music is definitely universal, right? It don't discriminate. Exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. And it reminds me even of a story when I was back in high school and I had sight loss. I went to school with people with sight and I'd go to a party and people would start freestyling, right? You know, the guys would start freestyling and then here's me. I'd hop in and just blow fire and everybody's like, what? Look at this guy. You know, this blind dude could like flow like that. What? So... <laughs> like like sometimes like and that's what I thought. Man, I hope we had a lot more exposure to 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 you know our talent, like you know, the talent in the community, right? Because I don't know, it, like it's weird. Like when people see um you know individuals with disabilities, they expect so little from them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like like you said, you, you walked in and started spitting bars and everybody like, why? It's like I can spit, like you know what I mean. But it shouldn't be that way. It should be, yo, you know, come out, come do it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Disability can be the first thing that that people look at, but I mean, it's a, I guess it's a generational thing. It's it's uh, you know, people look at us and they I feel like feel sorry in some way, but it, you know, what I mean, it shouldn't be that way because we got we there's a lot of talent, man. There's a lot of talent in the community, and. It would be great if that talent is integrated, you know what I mean, in society, break down those barriers and show the world that, yo, <laughs> we've got some dope, dope rappers, producers, and even audio engineers out there, you know what I mean? Yeah, even singers out there. So even with that said, we, we sort of went into it with uh, what we were just talking about, but looking at the hip-hop, R&B culture that's throwing Afro beats that's throwing reggae looking at that that culture and popular artists now with having sight loss is it almost a contrast of you you see these let's say even hip-hop artists you see these hip-hop artists who are are hard and uh you know ruthless like you know ain't nobody gonna break them and then you look at you look at uh, disability on the other side where you have to be vulnerable sometimes. You have to ask for help sometimes. You have to to, to be comfortable with yourself. What right. is your take on that when it comes to hip-hop and, and um, kind of disability? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I look at it this way. Um, you don't got to be a thug, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, you don't got to be a thug. You don't got to hire. You don't. You don't have to be on the streets. Uh, you know, gang banging, none of that. You know what I mean? You can have the passion for it. You can have the the, the talent. The um, you know, like like everything that makes you want to actually write good lyrics, write good music, right, and put it out there for the world to 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 um to listen to right well i think the misconception there is that especially when people as soon as you hear rap or somebody says oh hip-hop the first thing that people think of is oh man like this person's probably a street thug you know selling drugs does does they like you know what i mean all all the nine yards mm -hmm. right and then especially if you are somebody of color right you know what I mean? That's 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 the that's the misconception there. But I don't think that like, I don't think hip hop artists, everybody is the same. Like you know what I mean? You don't have to be that way. 
um, or have that living that lifestyle to consider yourself a hip hop artist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. okay. I don't know. Think you know? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So very, you know what you you said it wonderfully. You are absolutely correct because there is so much genres of of hip hop, right? And uh, what you did say, every artist is different. Even living with sight loss or a disability or whatever diversity, the fact that you do have a story to tell. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it it's beautiful because what hip hop is and other genres of music it's about struggles it's about perseverance it's about discipline it's about getting to to where you are now so i i feel like it goes hand in hand you know what i mean mm. that's what i mean uh <laughs> you know when when especially i guess over the years what it has come to well not i guess people's idea of hip-hop is you know you know street thugs mm -hmm. right uh, but nah, man, you don't have to be a street thug, right? Yeah. You keep somebody who's passion and you know, passion for the for 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 the uh, for the music. Um, and like you said, you know, some struggles that you may have gone through that you want to share with the world, you, you can tell that story. Mm. It's like storytelling, right? Like when you make music, you just tell the story, right? Mm -hmm. right? And it can come out in different forms, right? Like. You know, some people like to create beats. For my, for myself, I like to create beats, right? Um, just based on how I'm feeling, right? Um, and I just like to write. I just like to rap, right? So, mm -hmm. I I totally feel you. I'm on the the lyrical side. I know you're the beat maker. I know eventually we'll get a song going on. Hundred <laughs> percent. <100%. laughs> For sure. So those listeners who are listening, keep uh ear out and eye out and all that. So uh let me go into your DJing career, Mr. DJ GQ. DJ GQ. So do you have any stories about DJ? I know you ran down the technology that you use, but do you have any stories about being a DJ with sight loss? Because I bet a lot of people wonder, you're in clubs, you're in dark clubs, you're uh, people when they first meet you, they're probably like, uh, like, how did you get here? Who are you wear for? You're a DJ, so share if you have a couple of stories about your DJ experience, that would be awesome to hear. Yeah, um, I mean, I have a lot of stories regarding the barriers I faced as a as a DJ, um, and not just a DJ, but uh, you know, a blind DJ, right? I faced a lot of barriers and I got <laughs> endless amount of stories um, about that. Um, but you know, most of the time, usually when I when when um when I go to places to play, right? Um, most of the time I don't disclose my disability to people, right? And people usually hear of me through word of mouth, right? Or I've worked with somebody before and they they recommended me, right? But if it's a new, you know person that I'm uh, or new place that I'm going to play at I usually don't disclose my my, my disability to 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 to, uh, to people and the reactions that I get from people when I walk in with my cane right mm. <laughs> and my controller and my, my laptop and my equipment people are like 
are you the DJ? I'm like, yeah, I'm the <laughs> DJ. You know, uh, I remember that. I'll never forget this one for sure. I, I walked into one of their bars. I don't want to name, <laughs> mention the bar name, but yeah, I walked into the bar. Um, they had booked me for four hours from 10, 10 p.m. till uh, 2 a.m. I walked in the bar. I went to the back um, and I asked where the DJ booth was because I was there to play. And the manager saw me, looked at McCain and said, we didn't hire you. And I'm like, well, you didn't hire me, but you clearly asked the promoter to get a DJ for the night. Right. And then they were dumbfounded. They're like, yeah, but you can't see. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> right. It's like, how are you going to work on equipment? Like, I don't need your equipment. I got my equipment. Right. And it was like playing 21 questions with these guys trying to convince them that of course, like, I can play. And after half an hour going back and forth with his managers, calling the, you know, the, the promoters, so on and so forth, they got me to play. And at the end of the night, the, uh, the guy who initially approached me, I was like, man, I really underestimated your skills. Mm. Like, you, know, you see, this is, this, is, this is kind of barriers that we face. Um, you know, on not just the disability level, but like without anybody hearing, you know, that, you know, what you can't do, they already start judging, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's a big, big, like one of the things that I, st- like I said, I still get to this day, not to that, you know, not to that extent, but usually it's like, you know, people are like sort of iffy about, you know, giving me the opportunity because they don't know how I'm going to, you know, play or work equipment so on and so forth but you know um the same way that everybody you know all the djs that they get coming in in house and whatnot you know play right mm-hmm. they, should, they, should, they should have that same level of open-mindedness uh for people with disabilities right um and it's it's it's, it's crazy man it's it's crazy like like when i hear people people's reaction <laughs> you know yeah. uh, i wish i could see their faces <laughs> yeah and, see their future reactions but yeah what i you know what, what, the, just the, the the like this guy was just quiet like it, he was quiet for like a minute before he's like we didn't hire you, <laughs> you <know what> I mean? <laughs> well <laughs> clearly somebody sent me here so just let, let me do my thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I did it. And then he's like, damn, I, I underestimated you. Mm. Right? Crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about it because, like, even looking at um, advocacy, because obviously me as an advocacy person, and mm-hmm. we always talk about it where, like, everybody thinks advocacy is about, like, going in the streets and picketing or talking to politicians and talking to this and that and that's how you make change but just even your sheer presence yeah yeah you know what i mean like your sheer presence of what you even did you just changed that dude's mind for sure for sure it it, is crazy he thought you couldn't dj now his mind has changed for everything maybe he he might see dancers who uh have sight loss or any sort of other disabilities and you you, my friend, totally changed his mind and totally made him go 180. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. And and that, like you said, man, we just need to 
we need to put ourselves out there, man. Change, change the perception of individuals with sight loss uh, or if for any type of disability for that matter. You know what I mean? Because, you know, um, it's just the perception that, that you know, society has on, uh, on us, right? I think that's, that's the barrier that we face. But once that's broken, man, the, the sky's the limit. Yeah. I can imagine how much talent would just spring out there, right? Give people the opportunities and and what, like, hear or see what people do. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people who are probably not comfortable, you know, coming out and sharing what they have because they're scared they will be discriminated against or you know, all of that, you know, nine yards. Making changes, man. And that's that's big, man. Honestly, that is huge. So even with that said, do you have any other like DJ stories? Like any um, that? <laughs> Yeah, so so um uh one one of the time that I was uh I was called in to come uh, play, right? And usually when you when you play at clubs, there's a couple of DJs, right? that um you know that play for the night so there's usually they don't have to be specialized in any type of genre or whatever they just have their own you know slot like an hour or so they go on to do their thing and then next dj goes on okay so we're playing at this club and um i was supposed to go on at two right (laughs) It's, it's, it's like the prime time, right? <laughs> That's when everybody there. Um, I was supposed to go on that too, and the, the 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 promoter who got me on that slot, right? He uh, he specifically put me on too because he, you know he knows that I play well, right? And I've worked with them a couple of times. But when I showed up and I I uh, and I, I was asking the uh, the other DJs to help me get to the stage. And familiarize myself with the stage and whatnot. They're like, bro, what? Who hired you? I'm like, what do you mean who hired you? Again, again, eh? Exactly. <laughs> what do you mean who hired you? I'm like, I'm here to play. It's the same way that you guys are here to play. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, but like, what? How how you how you how you gonna see to to, to play? How you gonna do this? I'm like, Listen, the same way you guys play is the same way I'm going to play, right? Right? And, yo, it's crazy, man. They were trying to give me, like, the, the 10 o'clock to, like, 11 o'clock hour time, right? Where where it's, like, you know, you're, like, the party started, whatnot. Right? I'm like, no, no, no. We ain't doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to play from 2 to whenever the club closed. So, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not changing that. But they thought I was just going to. You know, excuse my French, like mess up the whole whole show or something, because it, 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 you know, like I'm blind, <laughs> right? But I, you know, that night I changed the whole perception because you know, most of the time people weren't actually dancing, right? Mm. Uh, and this was uh, brought to my attention from from the person who I was working with, the promoter that was there. It's like, man, but as soon as you went on, it's like, you just changed the whole atmosphere, right? Um, and nobody even knew that I had, you know, all the club goers out there didn't even know that I have vision impairment, mm-hmm. right? Or I was blind, right? 
it's just it's just again like that whole barrier thing like people as soon as people see you they, they have a like they've already formulated this idea of he can't do this he's limited to doing this but nah i ain't <laughs> you know what i mean we ain't not just me but anybody with a disability is not limited to doing only what society dictates that they're able to do so mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Exactly. Nor should you 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 be dictated on what you should do. And just hearing your stories, I I could already tell, I could tell that this brother is is determined because yo being told that constantly, and sometimes we even get prepared to be told that where we're like, yeah, they they're definitely going to to count me out, you know. For sure. For sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So- like I said, the, the stories are endless. Like, I remember the first time I actually played outside, like played at a like at, at a professional setting. Mm. The person who uh, initially asked me to play was trying to tell me how to play, how to entertain the crowd. And he wasn't so happy with what I did because he expected something differently. I don't know what he expected. He actually didn't even call me back for like, like three, four years, right? And then once he started hearing that I was making noise in the community and so on and so forth, he's like, whoa, we got to get you back into playing and this and that. I'm like, yeah, but I thought you didn't really want me to play. Mm. <laughs> right? To the point where now he's changed. He's changed his, I guess, perception on me and what I do, right? Um. Yeah, it's, 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 man, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, it's crazy. I, I, I love it. I love just hearing these stories. I love, like I said, changing the perception. And like I said, me being a hip hop guy, there's been so many times where it was just like, oh, like, what do you have to talk about? Or, mm-hmm. or like when people, I remember, I'm, I do it for a hobby. So I don't like do it and publicize it too much. I have a love for it still, but. I remember talking about my music and people were like, oh, like I listen to it. And they're kind of like, hey, oh, everybody's a rapper. Everybody thinks they're a rapper. And they would listen to my song, come back mm-hmm. and be like, whoa, oh, Lee, that's better <laughs> than I expected. And right. it just shows like any kind of arts, you know what I mean? Even if it's not <laughs> hip hop or music, even like any kind of arts, like drama, uh, the arts, painting, poetry, anything like yeah, I give people a chance, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's crazy, like, like, like. It's crazy how people say, "Oh, I didn't expect that." What exactly were you expecting? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're so, probably spent expecting crap, right? Low exactly. standards, right? <laughs> exactly. Low right. standards, probably expecting. Oh, you're probably gonna talk about in your rap technology, or you're gonna oh <laughs> talk about guide dogs, or just like things that are stereotypically. Blind people, sight loss people, right? But yeah, yeah it yeah. it brings up a really good point. I was talking to um one of my colleagues, and they're making mention, and this is this is pretty pretty typical in our world, where instead of being known as here's George the blind DJ, it should be the other way around, where it's like here's George, the DJ who happens to be blind. You know, that's it. That's it. That's it. And it's it's funny, like, I, I don't introduce myself as I'm a blind DJ. I'm a DJ 
who happens to be blind. It's very thing. It's true. But that's how people should definitely be knowing us as or referring to us as, right? What we do comes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, disability is something that just happens to be a part of our lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It should definitely. And that's how society is. The whole community needs to start thinking about that. Shifting the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shifting the narrative for sure, for sure. So definitely like just your perseverance, hearing like your stories, it brings me to the next question of we we got a lot of people who 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 look up to you, you know what I mean? Young, young black boys, you know, looking up to you and they they're thinking like Oh, I'm black, whatever. I have low standards. I I don't thrive in school. Uh, even for maybe those who live with a disability, where it's like, I like making music, but I I'm not looking on TV and seeing anybody who admits they live with a disability or has a disability. Right. So even your advice, just even young black men without a disability and a disability, like what advice do you have to give them out there following the dreams? Man, color don't matter. Um, whatever you know, um, you identify as don't matter. Talent comes first. Always, always push for your talent. Take it to the next level. Push it to the limit. And honestly, work hard. Like never, like man, you can send in or approach a hundred people, right? But there's always that one person who is going to give you that opportunity. And it just takes that one person, you know, to change your life. So, and that that definitely happens to me as well, right? Took that one person to, to give me that opportunity because, man, I can't tell you how many times, man, I push promoters, I push, um, you know, different venues. Um, and you just give them my number, to give them my mixes and whatnot. And it's like, yeah. We'll connect with you, da, 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 you know what I mean? But I don't hear a word from them, right? But it just took that one person to not even look at me as a as a as a as a as a, as a person um with sight loss, right? They looked at me as a DJ who happens to be blind, right? And gave me the opportunity and I changed my life, right? Um so yeah, for any you know, listen, honestly, anybody who's listening, anybody out there. Who wants to pursue their dream it doesn't have to be music related whatever it is yeah don't let anything stand in your way especially something that you identify as let your talent come first yeah you know what i definitely agree and even the contrast to that you know expect people people are going to say that your your stuff is crap well <laughs> <100%. laughs> so many 100%. times <laughs> So many times I show someone my my stuff and instantly they're like, Oh, this is this is this is crap, man. This is garbage. <laughs> this is like you should stop. You should stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. you get that as well? You got that as yeah. well? Oh, definitely, man. Like I see, I look at it this way, man. <laughs> I, I'm I'm see I feel like when people when when you enjoy what you do, the energy you put out there people will enjoy it too. You're always going to have that one person, that two person, that whatever, right? The haters. <laughs> who are yeah. not going to go with it or who are not going to like it. But yo, the energy that you put out there, 
um, you know, you're definitely going to get that energy back, right? And I've had people who, you know, I thought I had a great set. And they're like, oh, your, 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 the song choices was not good or this and that is expecting something. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but this is what I always say, man. They're not look, listening for the talent, right? They're listening for the, you know, just the general things that, I guess people just hear, right? So using DJing as an example, right? They, people just want to hear the music. They don't, they don't hear all the the hardware that we've put in, right? Like like scratching, for example, right? M- making your own mashup. People don't listen to that, right? But, yo, it, t- it takes years. It takes practice, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, there, like I said, there are the, those people who are in the crowd who listens for that kind of stuff, right? And, yo... If you're putting out that energy and they're receiving it, right? Um, it, it just makes 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 your day a whole lot better, right? Like it makes it makes you feel good about your 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 set or you know your music, so on and so forth. But uh, you don't gotta listen for that haters, yeah. It's always gonna be <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I find about haters and and these people who always have that uh, pessimist nature to them. If yeah. they're only saying that your your stuff is garbage and trash or whatever, and they don't even provide that constructive criticism, yeah. you know they're a hater. <laughs> you know <laughs> that they like <laughs> if someone says to you, "Oh, the George, your your set was 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 trash," or it was yeah, good, and they can't even provide feedback. Okay, how was it not good? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where exactly. can I improve upon it? And if they don't say anything, mm-hmm. you know. We're going to label them as a hater. And the, the thing is, you just have to know that you have to bounce back from yeah. from negativity. That's that's where it's always going to be, for sure. 100%. Man, I, t- I, take, I, take those, I take those things as motivation to get better and better and better. You feel me? Yeah. I, I, my, yeah. That's my... <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And I love your sets, man. I love your sets. Uh, We're about to round up this episode as much as I could like I could talk to you forever bro I could <laughs> I chat with you forever I didn't even get to go in the nitty-gritty and be like what's your favorite set actually you know what what is your favorite sets and all that what what's your favorite transition what's the best set you ever done oh man um yeah it's crazy man like so during COVID you know we had limited capacity of you know you know, when things were open, uh, you know, you had limited um, people you can have, you know, in a given space, right? So we used to do some bus parties, man, and, you know, them sets were crazy. Like, those, 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 like, one of my favorite times, like, DJing on those buses, right? It's like a party bus. It's got lights. It's got everything in there, like club lights. And uh, we bring our speakers to set up a whole equipment in there but boogie in the, in, the, in the bus i literally just call it club on wheels because that's just what it is <laughs> it's club it's literally club on wheels you know what i mean and I'm, i my favorite thing is to you know play old school music you know like like 90s 80s disco into old school dance or reggae you know what i mean those are, those are my favorite transitions my favorite time of the of the party you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah that and you, you can't forget Afro beats as well. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey. yeah I should got the crowd going. Hey, drop a little Afro beat right here and there. Oh, 
it's it's oh. crazy it's crazy <laughs> i've been in so many sets that uh, a couple of sets that george has done and this guy he gets you off your feet even if you're like <laughs> oh tonight i'm not gonna be dancing yo you're wrong you're wrong. <laughs> every time this guy has a set you're dancing no um, doubt <laughs> no <laughs> doubt no doubt so as i was saying Noah, we're about to round out uh, do you have any comments? And along with any comments, do you want to drop your social media or anything that we should be looking out for? Yeah, like, yeah, people can follow me up on Instagram. I'm, at, I'm on there as GQ Sounds. Um, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on MixCloud. I'm going to be honest. I created a new account on both platforms, so I haven't uploaded any of my sets yet. But for sure, look out for that. It's definitely going to be dropping soon um yeah instagram is mainly my uh my place i'm always hanging out there so follow me beautiful beautiful man honestly like everybody follow this guy he kills it each set he does and yo bro it was a pleasure hey <laughs> oh, you don't understand how happy i was to to do this episode it's a pleasure thank you thank you man i appreciate you having me and uh, definitely looking forward to more. Yeah, no problem. And you know I'm going to get you back on the show because what the listeners don't know, or if you already know of George, he's a runner, he's a dancer, so he has so much to speak about. So, bro, <laughs> you're coming back. 100%. I got you. Got yeah, you. Yeah, and one more, one more thing. What do you think about the intro of the song? Be yeah. honest. Be honest. Yo, that intro was dope. I heard that. I'm like, yo, <laughs> what is that? I know it was you on the on the on the on the on the, on the um, you know on those bars though. Uh, yeah. I was crazy. It's crazy. I I think I got to do a little something too. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe we could remix it. And now we could we could use uh you we could use your mix on the intro. So <laughs> yeah. I got you. actually we'll work something out. Excellent, excellent. So once again, thank you for being on the show, George. Uh. For the listeners, thank you for listening to The Lands Living Diverse. Uh, once again, I was one of your hosts. If you want to listen to more episodes, along with re-listening to this amazing episode with the man, the legend, George DJ GQ, you could, uh, sus- ah, I can't talk right now, subscribe to uh, your favorite platform where you get your podcasts. Also, if you want to get some more information about diversity and inclusion, you can visit the CNIB Diversity and Inclusion page. You click on Advocacy, and then you go to We Are CNIB. And lastly, if you have any input or you want to be a part of the Lens Living Diverse, you can visit or actually email us at advocacy at cnib.ca. All right. Once again, everybody, I'm Ben. Thank you for listening to the Lens Living Diverse. Peace.